You are listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast, a space where we empower you to build an aligned business so you can spend less time on the things you think you should be doing in your business and more time with the people you love. I am your host, Gianna Diggs. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the show. So today's episode is another solo episode, and I wanted to continue with the conversation that I had last week with Laura Sexton, where she discussed the joy component of managing your money. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend that you do so. Um, But something that I noticed is that even with knowing and implementing the advice that Laura gave you, for example, your mindset around your finances can really dictate whether you can actually take her advice or not. And a lot of how you look at your finances depends on whether you have an abundant mindset or a scarcity mindset. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's start with the difference between a scarcity and an abundant mindset. So the difference between a scarcity and abundant mindset can be really summed up in one word, and that word is fear right? A scarcity mindset is driven by fear. It's fear of not having enough, uh, fear of being, you know, of being unworthy, um, and maybe even of being alone, for example. So in the case of discussing money and your finances, you might see money as something that is scarce and hard to come by. You might be reluctant to spend money because you're afraid you'll never be able to replace it. You might be stingy with your money because you're afraid that you'll never have enough, right? And so you might also be afraid of receiving money because you have some deep-seated belief that uh, you'll be taking advantage of someone if you, you know, come into a lot of money, for example. So this is because we believe that there's only so much success that can go around, and if someone else has it, that means that there's less for us. So an abundant mindset, on the other hand, it's really driven by faith, right? Faith in oneself, faith in the universe or God, um, and faith that there's enough for everyone. So in the case of discussing money and your finances, you approach money with excitement and possibility, right? You see money as something that can help you achieve your dreams. Um, You're not afraid to spend money because you know that it will come back to you tenfold, right? And you're also very generous with your money because you know that the more you give, the more you'll receive, So this leads to feelings of generosity and goodwill and cooperation because you know that there is enough to go around. So sharing doesn't mean that you're taking away from someone else. So let's get into how does these mindsets show up in your business. So when you have a scarcity mindset, you might always be focused on how much you don't have um, or really how much you need to save to achieve or get something, right? Instead of making decisions that are in the best interest of your business. So instead of investing in things like coaching that will help your business to grow, you might DIY everything and try to do all the things alone. So this can also manifest in the way you look at what would be considered your competition. For example, you might be consistently worried about others in your niche or your industry, um, what they're doing and what they're focusing on in their business instead of focusing on your strengths and what makes your business unique. Now, let's go ahead and take it to a practical example. All right. So let's say you have a coaching business with a scarcity mindset. You would approach your business from a place of lack. You may believe that there are only a limited number of clients that you can work with or make a difference with. You might offer your packages or services at the lowest possible price, thinking that it will attract the most business. 
right? You may also undervalue your worth as a coach, believing that you do not have anything to offer that's unique or valuable. And this might lead you to allowing your clients to treat you however they want because you don't want to lose them as a client. You might also take on clients that you shouldn't take on because you might feel obligated um, and you may also feel like you need the money. So you just say, I'm going to work with them, even though you might have a feeling that they're not going to be a good client for you. So on the other hand, right, if we're looking at an abundant mindset in your business, it means that you believe that there's plenty of work, money and opportunities to go around. You believe that you are worthy of success and that you are deserving, deserving of good things. And you know that you are not limited by what has come before, but that you have the power to create your own reality. You don't feel like you have to steal clients from other businesses because you believe there's enough work for everyone, right? And this attitude creates a feeling of abundance and collaboration instead of competition. So again, using the practical example of having a coaching business, having an abundant mindset means you have faith in yourself and your ability to create lasting changes in your clients' lives. You enter in every coaching conversation with a positive attitude and a sense of possibility, which allows you to be fully present with your clients and completely um, focused on helping them achieve their desired results. And so with an abundant mindset, you're more likely to attract clients who are ready and willing to invest in your services and you attract opportunities that also align with your goals and your vision, right? And abundance flows to you easily and effortlessly because you're open to receiving it. And we all know like who doesn't want to receive abundance, right? Uh, That's, you know, that's a good thing. Um, and so if you're listening to these examples and you realize that you've kind of been operating in a scarcity mindset and you're, you're wondering like, well, okay, how can I make a change? Don't worry. We're going to get to that right now. (laughs) So the first tip that I have for you is to understand your relationship with money, AKA your money story. So you might want to grab a journal or a piece of paper so you can go ahead and write down these questions um, that I'm about to ask, ask you, and then you can answer them later on. So I want to mention that the answer to these questions, um, they should be really looking at your money story as a whole, like on a personal level and not necessarily like only how you operate within your business, because really the two are connected. If you're frugal in the way you spend money in your personal life, most likely you're probably you're going to be the same with your business. So, all right, back to the questions. So how do you feel when you have money? How do you feel when you don't have money? Do you spend impulsively or do you save carefully? Do you feel like you're always chasing after more money or do you feel like you have enough? How did you develop uh, your thoughts and your feelings around money? Was it something that you were told growing up? Did you see your parents struggle with money? And how have, um, have you had a negative experience with money in the past? What about your positive experiences that you've had in the past? So answering these questions will help you to really look at your relationship with money and see how it can contribute to your scarcity mindset. And I will also have questions written out in the show notes. Um, So if you head there, you can look at the questions if you want to actually see them if you're a visual person. Um, So, you know, I might have went through them too fast. So they're going to be there so that you can probably copy and paste them into your notes or into a Google document. So answering these questions will also help you with my next tip, which is to become aware of your thoughts and patterns of behavior so that you can shift them when they come up. So for this tip, I'm going to walk you through my RBI method, um, which is going to 
help you in this process. So again, R stands for recognize. And so this step is about becoming aware of the thoughts and patterns around, you know, money and wealth, right? This has some additional questions so that you can really dig further into your money story while also seeing how these thoughts and patterns show up in your business. So if you haven't already grabbed the journal or piece of paper or you put it down somewhere, go ahead and grab it again. Um, And we're going to answer these questions. So what are you telling yourself about money? Do you believe that it is easy for your business to make money or does it feel hard? Do you believe that rich people are greedy and selfish? Do you believe that having a profitable a profitable business will make you greedy and selfish as well? Do you believe that your business will help you to achieve your financial goals? I want you to also go into your body, right, and pay attention to how you feel as I'm asking you these questions. You also don't have to have like a super deep answer to any of these questions. Um, you might get an intuitive yes or no as I ask them. And I'm really talking to, you know, if you're into human design, I'm talking to my sacral authorities. Um, you know, you might I might have said a question and you might have literally got a like a yes or a no. So um, pay attention to that. So once you've identified your limiting beliefs, you can move on to V, which is to validate. So oftentimes, once we recognize our limiting beliefs, we feel bad about them. And we beat ourselves up because we don't allow ourselves to actually feel the low of these emotions because, you know, everyone wants to be high vibes only, right? Um, But allowing yourself to validate where these limiting beliefs come from, you're really able to understand yourself more. And you're also able to forgive yourself as well as those who may have contributed to your view of money, such as your parents, right? So your parents may have been told that money is the root of all evil, for example, Um, And so they pass on their beliefs to you because you were told that saying over and over again. And so eventually it becomes an unconscious belief. Or maybe you watched your parents struggle with money. And so you picked up on their anxiety that they feel around it. So the key here is not really to is to not judge yourself, right? Not judge you or them, um, but to really understand why you believe why what you believe and just observe it. So next we have I, which is for stands for implement. So now that you understand where your beliefs come from, it's time to implement some techniques that will help you to release all that doesn't serve you. So these techniques can be something like meditation, visualization, or even energy work like the emotional freedom technique. Um, You can also use positive affirmations to help rewire your brain around money. So, so, So here are some examples of a positive affirmation around money. I am a money magnet. I am worthy of abundance. Money flows easily to me. I am grateful for all the abundance in my life. So those are just some examples, but you can use whatever technique feels good to you. Um, The point is to not overcomplicate this process. So now my next tip is to practice gratitude on a daily basis. So focus on what you have rather than what you don't. Um, And I know sometimes this feels easier said than done because you look around and you don't see your life or your in your business the way you want it to be. So it's easy to kind of get sucked into the negative emotions of it all. Um, But one easy way to feel grateful daily is to find just one thing to be grateful for. So it can be something, you know, it can be anything. It can be your health, your family, 
you know, your relationships that you, if you want them to be. But since we're talking about money and abundance, right, and having an abundant mindset, you can focus on one thing that you're able to purchase today, for example. So let's say that you were able to go buy a cup of coffee today, right? That's something to be grateful for because not everyone can do that. And so again, the point is to just not overthink it. Um, and so I also want to give you some bonus tips that I thought would be helpful to in, for you to keep in mind. So bonus tip number one um, is to believe that there is enough for and for everyone. And I know I've kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, um, but I know that there's a lot going on in the world right now. We literally have billionaires that would rather spend their money going to space than actually help people who live here on Earth. Um, so it can be hard to really feel like there's enough for everyone. But really reframing this and looking at it in a different way might help you. So um, instead of looking at it like, well, there's not feeling like there's not enough for everyone, maybe looking at it from this meaning, um, you don't have to make money in your business in order for someone else to eat. And basically what that means is that there is a seat at the table for everyone, right? There's enough clients for everyone. There is enough people who need your services um, and maybe someone else who has a, a similar service. There's enough for everyone. There's enough people uh, who need your type of membership, even though someone else has the same type of membership. There's enough people for every for everyone, right? There's no lack there. My next tip is to trust that the universe will provide for your needs. So raise your hand if you've ever experienced a feeling like you didn't have enough of something and somehow the divine provided for you at the very last moment, right? Train yourself to trust that the universe will always provide you with what you need at the right moment. And that leads me into my next bonus tip, which is to release the need to control everything. Again, this may feel easier said than done, But when you release the need to be in control and let the universe surprise you, trust me, I've experienced this, abundance just flows. My next tip is to spend time with people who have an abundant mindset. So I don't know, I might be saying this wrong, but uh, the saying of you are the sum of five people around you or maybe something like that. Um, So if you uh, hang out with people who have a terrible money mindset and they're always kind of prone to a scarcity mindset, you're going to kind of take in that energy and kind and believe like what they believe. But if you surround yourself with people who have an abundant mindset, um, you'll start to kind of, it's like a, it's contagious. You'll start to feel the same way. And last but not least, remember that we are all interconnected and our actions have an impact on the world around us. So if some of the other tips may seem hard for you to grasp, especially um, with everything going on around us, holding on to the fact that what we do impacts the people around us, right? Being grateful for for your blessings and practicing generosity and kindness towards others. All these things can help you to feel abundant as well as help others feel abundance as well. And so that's really all I have for you in this episode. Um, I hope that you're able to really reflect on your money mindset, reflect on your money story, see if you are more prone to a scarcity mindset or an abundant mindset and kind of take these tips and and just shift it in a way that will help your business to thrive because that's that's why I do this show. I want us all to be thriving as moms, as entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for you today and I will see you in my next episode. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast. I hope you found today's episode valuable. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, or review the show. Your support, it really means the world to me. Also, if you want to join in on the discussion about today's topic and seek guidance, assistance, and advice from fellow mompreneurs, I invite you to join the Mompreneur Mindset community. You'll find a warm and supportive group of women who are eager to help you achieve your business goals. So head to www.giannadiggs.com backslash community for more information.